And that was Welcome to My Church, the National Anthem by Carrie Underwood and the Pledge of Allegiance by that cute little dude with a bow tie broadcast cow. Again, it is now 9.06 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 20th day of the 12th month. We are coming to you live from the studios on Race Road in between Ron's Roost and the closed Steak and Shake. Yes, it is still closed. How about that, Colleen McKenna? It's still closed. You were here last year about this time, and it's still closed. It's still closed. What a bummer. I was really wanting that after this interview, but it's all right. I'm happy to be here anyways. Thanks, Paul, for having me. Hey, thank you for coming. And uh, we, uh, you're listening to uh, Colleen McKenna, her mother, and my God, your first name just escaped me. Aaron, you can talk loud and you can do whatever you want, Aaron. You can scoot up. We want to hear we we want to hear from you too. But Colleen McKenna was here uh, last year and uh, she's in town from uh, Nashville. She's uh, now living in Nashville. How's that going? Amazing. Oh my goodness. I moved about 4 months ago and it has been a wild ride already. Um but just so many blessings already and it feels like it's where I'm supposed to be. It's been very good. You've been pumping out all kinds of music. Yes, I had two new releases in the past two months, which is right. wild and crazy, super fast. But um, they're called Tattoo and Boy, I Loved You. So um, those hit the radio a couple months ago, and people have loved it so far. I've been so grateful for the response. So if any of y'all have been listening, thank you so much for the support. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have definitely been listening. And uh, she is it, is it better now? Colleen's mom is getting texts saying it's hard to hear Colleen. You're very soft-spoken. Doing all right over here? Better now? It should be a little bit better. <laughs> I can yell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, tell you what. I am going to try. I'm going to get some levels here. So what I'm going to do is I am going to actually uh, spin one of your new songs. And I'm going to spin. Uh, which one do you want? Tattoo? Let's do Tattoo first since that one was released first. All right. Let's do Tattoo. So this is Tattoo with Colleen McKenna. Uh, three minutes and six seconds. We're going to try and get some levels here, figure out how to get her little unique, uh, pretty voice like mine, obnoxiously <laughs> loud.
And that was Tattoo by the lovely Colleen McKenna, who is in the studio with us, and her lovely mother. And uh, Colleen, what about that song? So where'd that come from? Tattoo. All right. So that is one that I wrote, oh gosh, two summers ago, back in 2022, I think. And I was just strumming my guitar, playing this fun little riff. Um, That's how it started. I was like, man, that's really fun. I like those chord shapes kind of walking down the neck of the guitar and I was like that's fun that's summery I gotta write something cool to it so I wrote when I write by myself that's a solo right when I write by myself I don't always sit down with an idea of my head of what's gonna be so I didn't have tattoo like all planned out I just started writing from the beginning and I was like this sounds like a fun little love song and I don't have many of those <laughs> you know I'm easy it's easier to write sad songs and happy ones right. so um I wrote that song and it ended up I thought there's something cool about the idea of wanting to know somebody so well. It's like they're tattooed on your brain. Um, so that idea of like falling for the first time and um, thinking like, I just want to know you so well that like, like the back of my hand kind of thing. Right. So that's where tattoo came from. And my, my mother over here, I, you can imagine her surprise when I was like, I wrote a song. It's called tattoo. She's like, what, where, ah, <laughs> and um, I don't have any tattoos yet. We'll see someday. Um, not opposed to the idea, but I don't have anything I want to get right now. So, right. Um, well, you always got to yeah. keep in mind one thing is what I've told my children is when that little butterfly <laughs> on the back of your rear end, no. you know, eventually you're going to end up. Eventually you're going to end up 80 years old, but after oh eating a gosh. bunch of Doritos, and that tattoo is <laughs> going to look like a hawk. Uh, so be very mindful. That's a lovely of what image. You <laughs> Thank you for that. No, I would get like a cross on my hand or something. Don't you worry. But yeah, that's where a tattoo came from, and um, so more about the idea of a tattoo than a real one. So right, 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 yeah. right. Okay, all right. So. Uh, you moved uh, to Nashville when? Four months ago in August. Around mm. I graduated high school in May, which is awesome. I went to Mount Notre Dame right down the street here. Go right. Cougs, if right. there's any fellow alum listening. But um, yeah, I graduated class of 2023, moved right down to Nashville. Um, you know, I did the, applied to all the colleges only in Nashville. I knew I wanted to be there. And God made it pretty clear that he wanted me in Nashville, but not in school right now. Um, a lot of signs and things fell into place that just kind of don't. So, right, um, right. yeah, glory to God with all that it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, cause you know, it's not, there's not a whole lot of people in my class. It was me, me and maybe one or two others who said, Hey, I'm not going to go to school right now. And right. if there was anyone who was going to go to school, it was me. Um, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, right. you know, to me, parents, uh, shove college down their kids' throats and <laughs> then they're, they're in debt, you know, 80, 90, a hundred thousand bucks. And they got a customer service degree and they're working right now over at Kane's drive through oh, saying, pull around to the second window, you know, so there's other, other things that you can do. So right. I'm not a big college guy. I'm right. You know, my so kids all went. College is a great thing and I'm definitely a proponent of it, but for what I'm doing right now, um, it became pretty clear that, you know, 
it's it's important to use connections in Nashville. And mm-hmm. I was blessed to already know some people. I've been going down there for since I was 12 years old. So like right. going on seven years and right. um, just to, I made the decision to really dive in, you know, and um, just finished an internship and now I'm writing every day on Music Row and mm-hmm. it's been wonderful, obviously, you know, throwing music out there all the time too. So are you, uh, are you working yeah, so I just finished an internship with a management group, which was really awesome to learn the business side of things. And okay. um, then songwriting, I'm doing a couple sync projects for movie, TV. So all different aspects of the industry, babysitting. You how know are you how paying the rent? Babysitting. Okay, <laughs> and, all right. I and through the sure. job, the internship was paid, so that okay. was nice. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I got a job. Don't worry. There's I, the amount of people when I come home, everyone's I just like to clarify but, to people <laughs> that, you know, you don't go to Nashville and uh, just make all of right a away. sudden, uh, just make, uh, all of a sudden, uh, you're the guy or you're the girl. Oh, yeah. I'm and, I'm uh, working, but it is, I'm blessed also that it's work that I love. Well, so. I tell everybody, you have to have something to fund your passion, right. for sure. And uh, you're doing it the smart way, especially if you're getting into businesses that are in the music business. Right. I play a to, ton of live shows, too, yeah. which is really great. I'm playing, yeah. actually, Little Miami Brewing Company on, what is it, the 23rd, this Sunday, 12 right. to 3. Y'all come on out Saturday. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just know that it's during a football game, so you should come to the brewery and watch. It's right. going to be a great time. Yeah. Well, there you go. And she has her guitar with her, and uh, she's gonna sing. Uh, let's do a. You want to do a Christmas song? You want to yeah, punch one up? Totally. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me make sure here. You might hear some noise, folks. I'm gonna make sure I got everything right. So give me a little sound check there. Start playing a little bit. Yeah. Now let me hear you sing a little bit. All right. Let me just All right. Here we go. I think we got it. This is Colleen McKenna live. This is a bootleggers first. <laughs> yeah, we got a pretty mic here. I'm going to go ahead and sing one of my Christmas favorites. It's Oh Holy Night. I think it just reminds us of, you know, what it's all about. How Jesus came and it's a beautiful song. So here's my take on it. Oh Holy Night the stars are brightly shining it is the night of our dear savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul
All I can say is, wow. I used to be able to sing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Used to. That was gorgeous. That (laughs) was gorgeous. So, I, I, you know, the one thing that I noticed, you're going to hear some noise here, folks. I'm going to pick up her mic. Um, The one thing that I noticed when you first came in and, and when I had listened to your tracks is you have a really unique range of just being able to go. Almost bottomy and then just <laughs> explode, which is just Thank really, you. really, really cool. I appreciate so, that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Glory to God. That's what it's all about, you know? Well, it's a gift. I'm just trying to get it back. Yeah. There you go. Are you, um, th- so down in Nashville, you've been, mm-hmm. uh, uh, tell me some some stories. Wh- who have yeah. you met so far? What do you, yeah. you know, what do you got? It, things that you can talk about because we know there's things mm-hmm. that can't be discussed sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, but tell me what's going on down there. Yeah. So I'm working on all these songs. I'll give them a shout out. The studio I'm working through is 123 South. All the guys there, they're um, great friends, great people to be around, just so supportive of me and my journey. And um, my producer, Donnie Reese, so grateful to him. He's from Troy, Ohio. Yeah, um, okay. he lived up there for a while and met my parents at Miami University. How crazy is that, right? It's cool how God is working things long before I was even born. Um, but those are the folks that I run with, and um, they're doing a real cool thing. Their band's called War Hippies, so Donnie's out on tour a lot. And But I've just been working. I recorded all those songs back in the summer, and now they're just getting – I had a few, I think, getting mastered today and going to be – wrapping up pretty soon in 2024. So um, those singles, Tattoo and Boy I Loved You, which you'll hear next, um, are released prior to an EP, which will be coming early in the new year. Um, And the title track is coming, all I'll say, is sooner than people realize. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, My website's colleen-mckenna.com. That's got a lot of updates. And on social media, I'm cd.mckenna everywhere. Um, yes, CD, like the things we used to put in CD players. Um, but yeah, cd.mckenna, that's where you can find me. And hey, me and your mom were born in the 1900s. We remember. Oh, yeah, before <laughs> CDs. Yeah, we used abacuses and etch-a-sketches. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm familiar. But um, Yeah, you've seen them in the history books, yeah. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find all the updates. Really exciting stuff. The EP is going to be a journey um, documenting heartbreak to healing because there's a lot of songs um, I realized out there. A lot of my listeners are young people, young girls especially. And I went through a breakup last year, my first love, my first heartbreak. And, you know, that's hard, but I write about my life. I write about my faith 
I'm pretty much an open book. My songs are like my diary, if you can't tell. Yeah, it's unique. And then when you do come across a track, like I think I told you I'm doing right now, based on somebody else's life or based mm -hmm. on something, people are often so amazed, like, because they actually then will call you and go, yeah. hey, man, what's wrong? What's going on? <laughs> like, no, seriously. It's like, so it's a, yeah. I mean, have you, have you written off of, uh, I was reading an article in Songwriter Magazine about writing off of other people's experiences. Have you gone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've done a few like that. Um, one cool thing about being in Nashville is co-writing is a big thing. So I'll get in right. the room with people. We either get set up or meet out in the wild at a writer's round, play together and say, hey, we should write sometime. Or I've got this idea. I feel like it could be great for your voice. Um, so it's been cool to sit down and take other people's ideas and run with them. It's definitely a challenge, but I think there's something, that's what's so cool about music. It's relatable. Right. So writing like if, with if I've been through something, most likely you have been too in some way or another. Right, so it right. brings us together. Yeah. And writing with other people is really cool. I mean. Oh, it's awesome. It breaks you out of your regular pattern and comfort yeah. zone. I love it. Well, they bring a thought. You bring a thought. They bring a twist. You bring a twist. Or, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, I do it, uh, not overly often because of where I'm sitting. But when I was in Nashville back in my 20s, mm -hmm. uh, it was just really, really cool to go into the God room is what we called it at my manager's oh, yeah. uh, uh, place and uh, get in the God room with a couple guys and right. just start see what can happen. Oh, magic can happen. It's yeah. awesome. But yeah. yeah, so that EP will come out. It's almost entirely self. Well, it's all self-written, but solo written, meaning that I wrote all these songs by myself with the exception of one. Um and I wanted to document that journey because I think there's a lot of songs out there that are like, ah, oh, my heart's broken. I'm never going to be okay again. And like, sure, we have some like that. But I also wanted to show um, young girls especially, but anyone that like, yeah, you're going to be just fine. Like, yes, mm -hmm. there's moments of that hurt and we should acknowledge that. But also there's so much good on the other side. So this Boy I Loved You is one like, have. absolutely. Boy I Loved <laughs> You is one that, you know, acknowledges like, yes, I had love for this person. Yeah, it didn't work out the way that I thought it would. But like still wishing them well. Right. So there's a whole there's a whole journey. It's kind of goes chronologically. So tattoos the first track. Right. Well, um, one of the first because you know you're in love, you're happy. Boy, I loved you. Is like well, <laughs> not anymore, but it's okay. And um, just through that progression, right. oh, I not see that coming. Yeah, showing <laughs> showing my growth through the past year. So I really hope it can just give some. Um, you know, be a consolation to whoever needs to hear it. And also it's important for me to tell my story, whoever does or doesn't listen to it. All right. Well, and that's what it is anyway. I mean, music, I mean, if you're doing it, you know, you got your commercial track, you know, that you go, okay, I'm going to uh, write this song. This song starts for me, but then all of a sudden you do want other people to hear. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you're not doing, and I mean, there are people that just do it just, it's for me. And I've got a guy down at the, Marathon gas station. Yeah. It's a heck of a, uh, a songwriter, no and way. he he refuses to record anything. He's like, yeah. "No, I do it for me. I, that's cool." Right. But if you're not doing, you want other people to listen. Sometimes you got to make that decision on taking a twist to commercialize the song just a tad. Right. Some Boy, artists, I loved you. some artists go, "I'm not selling out that way." But yeah. you know, okay, well then, work at McDonald's. Boy, I loved you is definitely my most country radio kind of one and it actually did land on some local radio i was in yeah. on tour last week with the rc music collective doing some worship shows down in texas and louisiana which was awesome um that's the group i did gethsemane and revival my two worship right songs with. there's another one coming with them too this year which will be very fun um so stay tuned for that around april but 
yeah, we were down in Houston, and I met this girl. I'd never met her before. Um, she was like, do you have a song called Boy, I Loved You? And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, you know when you can't, like, mistake a voice. And she said, I was listening to the radio, and it was on this morning. I had no idea. I'd reached out to them, hadn't yeah. heard they were going to play it, and apparently we're playing down in Texas, so that was a cool Fun little thing. You never know what's going to happen, That's right? cool when that happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, you try cool. to You try to act like it's no biggie, but I was at a, uh, I went to a restaurant uh, oh, a few, um, maybe a month ago, and uh, one of my tracks was playing. J-E-S-U-S cool was that? playing. I love that. And I'm in the bathroom. I uh, Too much information. But <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's my song. That's me. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I'm going to go ahead and spin Boy I Loved. And uh, you want, uh, I tell you what, uh, give us the front story. Give us the back story on yeah. this real fast. Yeah, so Boy I Loved You, I wrote last October. It, I actually wrote it the day after a breakup. It was my song to kind of process things. Um, and it's basically like, you can tell in the song, just telling the story of what had happened. I knew I was moving to Nashville, you know, and it became pretty apparent. If I was doing that, I was doing it by myself which is all right. You know, we just wanted different things and acknowledging that simple truth of like, I loved you in that moment. I was like, wait a minute, I still do, but like, it's going to be okay. There's going to be a time where I'll move on and everything will be fine. And now that I can release it from an absolutely healed place, it's been cool to see the response from other people saying like, this gives me encouragement that like, you're living your best life right now and someday I will be too. Or like, hey, I've been through that. So I hope that whoever needs to hear it today, this is for you. Well, here you go. Boy, I loved you by Colleen McKenna. And uh, we'll be back in four minutes and 10 seconds. Your hometown, I hope that for you she can settle down while I live. 
Boy, I Loved You by Colleen McKenna, who happens to be sitting in the studio <laughs> this morning with her lovely mother, and they just dropped in because she's home for the holidays. Yes, I am. Apparently. Good to be back in Cincinnati, the Queen City. Yeah. When do you when do you head back down? Oh man, not till January. Yeah. Okay. I'll be home through the new year, so mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be good. It's a nice break. Nashville kind of shuts down. Um, this is like the last couple days of work down there and everybody nobody's from there. <laughs> so we all go home for the holidays. Right. It's good for all the musicians to you know, get off tour, hang, have some time with their family and loved ones. So I'm I'm happy to be back. And I missed my family. I've only been back a couple times since I moved. You know, I didn't move that long ago, but I've got a little brother. He's 10 years old. I don't know if his class is listening right now, but... Um, well, if his class is listening, then, <laughs> then I hello. Will, I, 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 then hello, and I will charge the teacher with uh, giving me a version, record a version of them uh, doing the Pledge of Allegiance and send it to me. And uh, because I always played a pledge of allegiance. How fun would that be? So I wouldn't be the only McKenna sibling on the radio. That's huh? right. And I'll get them a, and I'll I'll get them a pizza party. So oh, you record man. it, and that goes for anybody out there that has a, a class. Uh, record it, and we'll you'll get a bootleggers pizza party on <laughs> on us. We'll send you some good pizza, not not you know that stuff. That <laughs> I'm, well, I can't say it. <laughs> deal sounds like a, right. a good rhymes idea. with mimosas but anyway yeah right. but okay. i'm he my brother's 10 and i i sure do miss him when i'm gone and my sister's 17 too we're real close so yeah i've got a great family i'm blessed for that just to shout them out they're the most supportive people that i know and well just to, to have that support as a young person because yeah. most people you know most parents uh when they hear their kid wants to be an artist or they want to be a musician or they want to be whatever an actor or something like that, they, mm-hmm. they freak out. It's an unconventional thing, for sure. But um, my parents have always been wonderful. I think my dad talked about this last time I was on air. Um, but they're so passionate about supporting what we love to do yeah. and what God, the gifts that God's given us. Like, my yeah. sister's incredible at soccer, so she plays club soccer. And, you know, um, starting to look at options maybe to play in college. So, like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Brendan, who knows what that kid's going to do. But he's got a bright future ahead, I know. He's... Just a wonderful kid, very smart, loves to write stories right now. So, yeah. I mean, but yeah, my music is always one thing that they've wholeheartedly supported. And mm-hmm. um, because of, you know, we prayed a lot and discerned my, my move and the next step. And we're, you know, it's always one foot in front of the other, just trying to find the next right step. What does God, what do you want in this moment? But um, so far, you know, it's when you take that leap of faith, when when you decide to trust God mm-hmm. with your life, you know, I'm trusting with my life. I, I moved to Nashville not knowing anyone my age, um, like any friends. And I was like, God, give me some friends. And like, lo and behold, I met two friends that live here in Cincinnati, but go to Belmont down in Nashville. So mm-hmm. like I have a buddy to come home with, um, met a lot of awesome friends at Writer's Rounds mm-hmm. and um, Did you happen to run into Noah Coker from Cincinnati? I've not yet. Okay, well he's in Bel, he's in Belmont, and I'll keep my uh, Noah's eye out. a bootlegger. So no way. Yeah, so Noah. Small uh, world. Uh, you talk about parents being supportive and everything. They, uh, you know, uh, I've been uh, playing music with uh, Noah since he was 14 years old. That's awesome. He's a heck of a drummer, and uh, he has uh, written uh, several of our songs. How cool. Uh, and a um, big melody guy. Uh, if you're looking, big melody guy. Very uh, cool. I, I pull a lot of his 
uh, melodies when I get stuck. That's awesome. I'm a lyric girl, if you can't tell, but I do. I mean, people in writers' rooms have been like, "Your melodies are insane." I'm like, "Oh, thanks." Like, I, I don't know, <laughs> but what came first, the chicken or the egg, the melody oh. or the lyric? You know, it's it's. Uh, yeah. What do you generally fi- find? Yeah, I'm very much a free writer, which basically just means I take my guitar, I strum from the heart, and it both comes together um, mm-hmm. in different situations. It'll vary, though. I mean, sometimes you'll get an idea for a song. Like, a, um, they call it a hook, which is most of the time, like, the title or the point of the song. Right, right. Um, and write around that. So that's, like, the idea. I, my notes app on my phone is so full of just song ideas, and most of the time it's hooks. Yeah. Um, like, this is the idea for the song, or this is, like, what we're trying to land at the end of the chorus is yeah. our whole point. Um, but sometimes I'll get a little melodies, and those will be, you know, just sing them into my voice notes. It's it's funny. Um mm how it'll happen but i'd say if anything comes first it's lyrics typically yeah but most of the time it's pretty much together i don't think i've released any song where it's not pretty much together because i think that's how the holy spirit works to me yeah. you know like through me gethsemane's one song specifically where like i sat down two years ago um three years ago now dur- gosh during the pandemic and um uh yeah, it was Holy Week, and I we weren't able to go to church, and I was like, I still want to feel something, because that's my favorite day to go to church, um, all the way leading up to Easter, and I was like, I still want to try. I still want to feel something, so I opened my Bible, read John 17, and that song poured out in probably 15 minutes. I was like yeah. crying. It was just such a Holy Spirit moment, and the words are all there. John 17 is Jesus' prayer to yeah. the Father, yeah. you know, before he was um, before he was crucified, before his passion, and... Um, People are always like, man, you wrote that at 15? Yeah, because the Holy Spirit was doing it through me. I don't know to this day how the heck that happened. Some of them just zap. Yeah, so glory to God through that. He's my co-writer with that song. (laughs) Yeah, we we actually list uh, Jesus is our lead writer on every single song. So it goes on every single lyric sheet first. Doesn't really. Uh, Every single lyric sheet goes. uh, And here's here's the cool thing about the music industry. Uh, they strip it out every time out of my meta tags because hmm. I put it into meta tags. Man, and, I've been noticing uh, um, on making videos, Instagram does a good job, but TikTok has been, you know, hiding. It hides your videos when you talk about God. It's crazy. I, yeah. I had to change distributors because uh, we did, uh, we did uh, J-E-S-U-S. Yeah. And uh, I was with TuneCore and they wouldn't release it. They said I couldn't use all caps. And I then took screenshots and sent all caps of <laughs> uh, go kill a cop and things like this. Then yeah. then they switched gears and said, it, you can't use periods. And then yeah. I so I went and uh, found those. And then I said, so, you know, I I'm, I'm finally got the the idea of what they were doing. I said, it's yeah. a Christian thing. And I That's switched right. distributors immediately, took all my music out of mm-hmm. TuneCore, and I switched over yeah. uh, to who I distributed. So, but yeah, we, we that's Jesus is on every lyric sheet uh, period. That's I the way like it that. is because that's where the songs come from. Absolutely, and that's definitely where the talent comes from, right? So, yes. and and when he zaps you with a song, <laughs> he zaps you. Yes, amen. You know, you know, and that is a that is a fact. And amen. speaking of songs, I want to hear you sing again. And I'm sure everybody else does. What do you want to sing? What do you want to play? You can play whatever you want. Oh, awesome. Hmm, Mom, do you have any requests? Mom's sitting over there acting like she can't talk or nothing. I I don't even understand. You you can talk. You can say whatever you want. Since we're talking. Hey, I own the radio station. (laughs) You can do anything you want here. We're beautiful. Since we're talking about Jesus, I'm going to share a new one. That'll be coming out sometime in the new year. Not as part of the EP, but afterward. 
And um, this is one of my favorite songs I've written. And so I was thinking, I was like, I, I'm trying as an artist to kind of straddle that line between country and Christian music because I don't believe the messages are all that different. You know, trying to meet people in the music. Music is music. That's why right. we're multi-genre. God it, loves. We the talk jazz. about this all the time. God loves the blues. He That's loves what he told country me. music. Yes, he and I was thinking, I was like. How do we take those songs? I was taught as a kid, very blessed to grow up in a community that told me, Jesus wants to be your best friend. And that's very much how I know him, like relatable. We talk all the time. You know, he hears all the crazy that goes on in my life, all of the, you know, the good and the bad. And I was thinking, how do we make, how do I capture that and make it relatable to a country music listening audience? What would Jesus be like if he came back today? You know, and I was thinking about the truth of the Bible. What does that look like? You know, he grew up in a small town was a blue collar worker this song is called what would Jesus do so I'll play it here alcohol's a devil's game but Jesus turned water to wine used a myth and made for killing to save each person's life some people called him radical, some people called him kind. But as a way that Jesus was made for people like you and I. He could have chosen any place, but he grew up in a small town. Jesus knew there's nothing quite like nothing for miles around. And he sure loved his family, left his home to make his father proud. How's that a whole lot different from the lives we're living now? He loved harder than a human heart can ever understand. Just about just like us, but a lot more than a man. He made friends with the sinners, and when I don't have a clue, I just say to myself, Now, what would Jesus do? what he needed to if they had collars back then I'm sure that his would have been blue seeing all the best and all the worst was in plain view what as a way that Jesus was made for people like me and you he loved
write some letters on the ground and reach out to the ones who aren't condemning and love your neighbor as yourself I don't always do so well but he would help just like he is already cause he loves harder than a human heart can ever understand and he was just about just like us but a lot more than a man he made friends with the sinners and when i don't have a clue ooh, it's in those moments i take a quick look at you Jesus do. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Amen. Thank that you. Was, that was amazing. Thank that you. Um, it's really special to me. That's one of my favorites that I've ever written. Just really close to my heart because... Um, I think it makes Jesus real. You know, if, if somebody's never heard of Jesus spoken in a way that like, hey, the Son of God actually loves you and he really wants to know you. Like, like a friend, like you can tell him anything. And um, he wasn't, he came to this world. It's around Christmas time, right? He came to this world to be like us. Like God humbled himself to be a child completely weak in the mm -hmm. arms of humans, you know, that may or may not love him, that may or may not accept him. Like, that's just the kind of God that he is. And um, so why wouldn't he be interested, you know, in your life, in your house, in this small town, no matter, you could live in the corner of nowhere and Jesus Christ still cares about you. He came to save you. Um, you could have, you know, you could, you know, whatever job that you work, He's right there along with you, whether it's sweeping floors or working in an office at a desk job, right? Um, or strumming a guitar on a stage. Like, yeah, Jesus cares, and he came to this earth to be like us. So um, if this song, I hope that it blesses people when it comes out. I just got to film a music video for it, a short little one, and a church on tour. And um, that song's simple. It's recorded just like this. It's me and my guitar. But right. I think that's it, that says all it needs to, you know? Yeah, Some sometimes simple is better right right less is more and uh you know that's that's a fact you just gotta make a decision on when you're writing i do have to ask you because i always like to ask these questions yeah on uh so you're in nashville um you're a young beautiful <laughs> young woman thank you um trying to make it obviously in the music business mm -hmm. and you're talking about God and you're probably surrounded by a lot of people that are like minded, but what are you finding down there? What doors are slamming in your face, if any, mm -hmm. um, or how difficult, because it is difficult. Yeah. You start talking about God. Oh yeah. <laughs> especially in this country that we live in today. Uh, all of a sudden, um, people go away from you. You know, I've, mm -hmm. we've witnessed it. Here, because I have it on the, my banner. I've had people tell me to take the word God off of my banner. And I'm like, yeah. 
that's not going to happen ever, <laughs> ever. Good for you. Are you finding Good. any resistance? Have you had anybody suggest to you, hey, you might? <laughs> I was told nobody wanted to listen to my God stuff. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Um, I think that from the beginning, people, the big thing in Nashville is people tell you, what's your brand? You know, know your mm-hmm. audience. What's your audience? What's your brand? Because, um, like. Pick a genre. Yeah. Who who are you? Who's your listeners like and who do you want to play to? And, um, you know, in, in my mind, I said a lot. Like, I know I have a young group of listeners, but I also, you know, like it's all across the board because of those songs I did with the Regnum Christie Music Collective. Like, they're international. So people, um, you know, one of my top listening cities was Italy at one point or like Portugal for World Youth Day because they were over there. So that's mm-hmm. really cool to see, like Mexico, the spread of that music and what the collective's done for me also um you know a a city in finland just picked up tattoo which was funny i was like why is my top streaming um in finland and it had gotten on a spotify playlist there i was like oh awesome so if anyone from helsinki finland is listening to bootlegger music group thank you all for your support um but yeah i think that you know, it's hard to pinhole one specific audience or brand that I'm going to be. People tell me a lot. They're like, country or Christian? You got to choose one. And in my mind, um, I found that that's simply not true. There's a lot of people that are doing the crossover. Like, I was listening the other day. Carrie Underwood's been doing it for years. Um, Allison, no. Yeah, it's Allison Krauss. I was listening to a lot of her stuff. Um, Very influenced by, you know, Jesus and God and all of that. Um, Ann Wilson's one that I really look up to. She did that song, My Jesus, a couple years ago. Started country. She's flipping to Christian now. Corey Osbury's doing the same thing, the Reckless Love Guy. Just released a whole record, Pioneer. It's so inspiring. Um, And, of course, outside of country, you've got um, Lauren Daigle. You know, um, You Say has been on all radio platforms. So, like, those are all proof that, you know, they're using their platforms for good. And um, in Nashville... People have actually been very supportive of me. I, I do have a lot of like, okay, you should probably pick a genre. Um, and, you know, right now I'm focusing mostly with this EP that's country music coming out. But those songs, even though they don't mention God's name, there's there's still notes of grace and hope and faith within those songs. You know, like God meets us in our suffering and he brings beauty out of it. And beauty, like music is an outlet for beauty. So like whether my songs have directly mentioned God's name or not, I've always said this. Um they are for him and through him. And on my music streaming platforms, that's why I think it's so powerful to have, you know, some people might find me through Tattoo or Boy, I Loved You. And then my top stream song is Revival. And then you they know, find Jesus. You know, that's, that's true evangelization. Jesus went out to meet the people. And then, you know, he would meet them wherever they were in life. It's, it's funny that you say that. And I don't know. I, I'm not sure, you know, what we discussed. But you know, same scenario, right? And that's mm-hmm. why I asked the question because... You know, a couple of years ago, I was offered a deal in Nashville, and they said, pick a genre. And I said, I pick them all. <laughs> you know, God God loves all music. I love that. And, you know, I was told by many people it was crazy to do multi-genre, multi-language. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to sit here. What you just said is accurate. I can release a blues tune, and then all of a sudden, Jesus is to be praised goes up. <laughs> it was at 25. I do a, a rap song, and all of a sudden, Jesus the praise is. So they come right. for one and then they hear the other, and God gave me my marching orders. You get them here, I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> he didn't tell me to convert anybody. And actually, and you know, whether you do agree or not, I don't 
can't be held accountable for what somebody believes. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, you believe in your cat. I don't care <laughs> if you come to the music and all of a sudden you start to change your mind because when, uh. when I die, it's going to be between me and him. Right. So we're not on no conversion thing here. No, but I'm just like you're saying the truth with that your I know. music, the truth you know, and if all the songs are inspired by God, then that means He will tell you when to inject His name. Right. He will tell you what to do, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, when things take off, and that's why I ask because it is you. You're going to have to be uh, true to your spirit in this you're you're going to be pushed and that's that's the devil pushing Mm -hmm. you to make a monetary decision right and the whole thing is you know um i think what's beautiful is about about kind of going between those two genres again it's all it's a similar sound it's the same value music music. is love music is love unless you use it for hatred absolutely (laughs) yes but Again, like even the breakup songs are never to ruin anybody's name. It's never to put anybody down. It's to share personal experience for someone who might be going through the same thing. So through this EP of Heartbreak to Healing, uh, I'm not revealing the name yet, but stay tuned. Again, my um, socials are cd.mckenna and my website's colleen-mckenna.com. That's where you can find my music, of course, on Spotify, all the platforms, um, and here on Bootlegger Music Group because Paul's great to put my music up there. Thank you so much again. But Oh, we love it. I mean, that's what it's all about yeah. is to get the – hopefully people find somebody oh, yeah. else. And when – you know, and I encourage everybody, you know, go to Colleen – whatever streaming service you're on, here's the importance. Yes. You need to save it. You need to like it and you need to share it because the algorithms pick that up. That's how things start to transpire and happen. Then you need to go to her website and you need to buy something (laughs) because this young lady is not dumping in a bunch of money. uh, Yes, for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. But still, it is nice to get a little something, something back in return. I ask my boss all the time. I say, boss, I could do with maybe a gift card or something at this (laughs) point. You know, this is cool. This is not why I'm necessarily doing it. So everybody knows me on the radio station. Everybody has uh, come to know. Go to her website, go to her show this weekend, buy a t-shirt, buy a something. Just a t-shirt alone is worth 30,000 spins on Spotify. Right. We're working on merch. So (coughs) maybe we'll get some cool. What would you merch, merch, merch? merch. Yes. Yes. But thank you. And, um, but what's cool about that journey of heartbreak to healing is it shows how do I respond to things in life? And then comes, what would Jesus do? You know, that cool contrast of like. Um, yeah, you take them on through a, all the her pain and suffering. There's a, there's another way. Right, there's a point. Right? Yeah. yeah, so that's where I'm at, and it's been a wonderful journey so far. I thank you guys so much for the support, and mm. um, it does mean the world. It's amazing. Well, I follow I follow what you're doing. You send stuff, <laughs> and you. I yeah. go and I listen, and I hit like, and I hit download, oh, and best. I hit thank you. all that stuff. And uh, you know, we just want to make sure that uh, people know that uh, you're out there, and then when yeah. you when you explode and make it really big and uh you know i'll send you a t-shirt and you can wear it out there Yay. and we'll go, the boot what the boot what <laughs> it's a cool name i the like boot- the bootleggers music group the, well and that came from turning down the record deal and my yeah. you know all Ellison said paul you're breaking all the rules ah! you're a bootlegger and that's, that's how we funny. were going to call it the eighth continent 
And uh, he goes, no, you're a bootlegger. No, so, that's hmm. so good. It's a cool name. Yeah. Especially, so, I got my cowgirl boots on So right is now. Colleen McKenna. <laughs> Colleen McKenna is a cool name. And any, th- any last words? We've got uh, a couple minutes here, and then I'm going to spin us out on Revival. Yes, please uh, do. So I'll spin Revival out, and then it'll go back on. And for those of you who are listening that are brand new listeners, I do this. Uh, I go live every Wednesday uh, from uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, so you can listen in the app. You can uh, This show will re-air in its entirety at 3 o'clock and then 8 o'clock p.m. And then it will be on uh, throughout the week at 3 o'clock and 8 o'clock, but also on demand in the app. Make sure you download the app. Make sure you like it. Make sure you rate it. All that kind of good stuff. And uh, we hope everybody has a a very nice Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, y'all. Yes, and uh, for those of you who are not Christmas people, a nice holiday. For those of you who aren't holiday people, well... A nice day. uh, Just have a nice day. (laughs) That's what you could do. And uh, I will be back next Wednesday. I might even jump on here. Uh, before the uh, before Christmas and just banter around and stuff. Yeah, and welcome. Colleen, we're going to have to have you on like via Zoom or something oh, so we can so do a fun. video version uh, while you're down in Nashville or something or Let's things like that. Or I being, will be back. <laughs> yeah, be back. Oh, so any, any uh, last words here? Yeah, um, Revival was my very first song. It's been my most listened to song so far. It's been all around the world. And that's by the grace of God, not by anything that I can do. Um, you know, I've had people say I've had my son come back to the church because of this song or like it's been in hospitals for healings. Um, you know, little babies in the ER have calmed down listening to this song. And that's the power of what the Lord can do. I wrote it as um, a prayer for a renewal um, of hearts in the church, you know, especially during COVID. And it's really touched people. So I'm so grateful for that. And um, all of you who are listening, I hope that my music and especially Revival can bless you today. And Well, here yeah. we go. And Thank this you. is Revival. And uh, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, God, I did it again. <laughs> Aaron and Colleen. Aaron. Aaron. God, why did? Why am I? She's just listening why, over here. She's just been chill. She's I got... She's, my she's, dad jumped in and talked. Yeah. She's a talker. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, My mom is the best listener and the first one to listen to all of these songs. So. All right. Well, here we go with Revival. Uh, it's uh, five minutes, 35 seconds, and then I will uh, spin it over to the uh, auto queue, and I will see you next Wednesday. Have a nice Christmas. Be safe out there. Ho, 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 ho.
Oh,